What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie John Wick Chapter 4. Here's a quick synopsis. Semi-retired assassin John Wick is attempting to finally end his association with the high table by challenging the new marquee Vincent to a duel. The film stars Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane, Donnie Yen, Bill Skarsgård, Lawrence Fishburne, Rina Saoyama, Hiroyuki Sanada, Lance Reddick, and Clancy Brown. Standout performances, the career of Keanu Reeves is a fascinating one. The early part of it was a mix of comedies like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Parenthood, both came out in 1989, and smaller films like My Own Private Idaho, while always being a staple in action movies with point break and speed and cementing that with being the lead of the Matrix movie. Reeves is somebody who's been questioned by critics in a number of movies, most notably Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. I get it, maybe his accent wasn't great, but come on guys, he's a movie star and he can do more than action movies. I love him in Much Ado About Nothing. Parenthood, My Own Private Idaho, Something's Gotta Give, Thumbsucker, and To the Bone. And by the late 2000s and the early 2010s, Keanu Reeves was in what I would call a rough patch of his career. He was a forgotten movie star. Films like Street Kings, The Day the Earth Stood Still, and 47 Ronin were not working at the box office at all, and critically as well. And then all of a sudden, he was put back on the map with the first John Wick movie. Movie in 2014. There are very few actors who have been leading characters in more than one successful original franchise. The other one that I could even think of is Harrison Ford with Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Original action franchises are even rarer, and Reeves has been the face of two of them before John Wick. The last one that became mainstream was the Jason Bourne movies. I think even more so than Neo, no other actor on this planet could play the role of John Wick as effectively as Keanu Reeves, because what he's doing is playing someone who is out for vengeance who is also super calm at the same time. He's the current best action movie star and is on the short list of greatest of all time. Reeves will next star in the movie's Good Fortune with Seth Rogen, directed by Aziz Ansari. Outcome, written and directed by Jonah Hill. And The Pursue, a new action film from John Wick director Chad Stahelski. And will once again play John Wick in the movie Ballerina, starring Ana de Armas. I'm interested to see if the world of John Wick can work when Reeves isn't the lead of it. The last few years has seen Reeves play the characters that made him most famous. John Wick, Ted, and Neo. I'm looking forward to seeing him play different characters. He's great in these roles, but there's more to him as an actor. The other major face of this franchise has been Ian McShane as Winston, the owner of the Continental, who in the last few films has gone from a John Wick ally to foe. In Chapter 4, he's back to being on Team Wick. He's a character who is blatantly selfish, but deep down cares about John. I also love how the last three movies have brought back together Reeves with his Matrix co-star Lawrence Fishburne, who plays the Bowery King, a larger-than-life figure. Chapter 4 also gives us two newcomers who perfectly fit into the franchise. Kane is played by Donnie Yen, who has been in big movies before. He's one of the best parts of Star Wars Rogue One and also 
also appeared in a live-action Mulan. Kane is a friend of Wick's who's been hired to track him down. He's hesitant to go against his old friend, but he must protect his daughter. Yen is given some incredible action sequences. Then you have Bill Skarsgård, who became a big name after playing It the Clown, but he's proven he's more than just that role with performances in Nine Days, The Devil All the Time, and Barbarian. In John Wick Chapter 4, he plays the villain, the new Marquis Vincent, who wants to make an example of John Wick. You end up hating him, but that's the point. I know we're all loving on Alexander Skarsgård lately, but Bill Skarsgård to me is just as good and I can't wait for his next movie, Robert Eggers' remake of Nosferatu with Nicholas Holt, Lily Rose Depp, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Willem Dafoe. Alexander Skarsgård was brilliant in The Northman and I think Bill Skarsgård is going to crush it in Nosferatu. I'd be remiss not to bring up Lance Riddick, who played the concierge. Sharon in all four films, sadly Riddick passed away close to the release of the movie. He's been one of the best parts of this franchise and will be solely missed. The man who has been at the helm of these John Wick movies from the beginning has been director Chad Stahelski, who was once Keanu Reeves' stunt double on The Matrix. It's cool when a stuntman directs the man he was the double for. You recently saw with David Leach, who co-directed the first Wick movie with Bullet Train, where he directed Brad Pitt, the man he was the stunt double for. Stelhesky is, for my money, the best action filmmaker working today. He gives you the non-stop action that you want, while making it so that it also fits in with the plot of the movie and the emotional narrative. How many action movies have you seen where the action is decent, but you don't care about the characters at all? I look at a movie like The Gray Man, which I liked, but it's just another average action movie. Stelhowski with the Wick films has elevated the genre by caring equally about the action and the storytelling itself. John Wick is one of the rare consistent franchises where each movie is either as good as the latter or for me, better, and I believe Stelhowski is the biggest reason why the movie has one singular voice at the heart of it. If in the sequel movies they had replaced directors, I believe this franchise would fall apart because the quality would drop. The reason the recent Mission Impossible movies have been the best is because of Christian McQuarrie. The franchises that lack that consistency have been the ones that change directors. Star Wars, Jurassic World, X-Men First Class, Terminator, the best trilogies and franchises are the ones that keep the same director on. Steven Spielberg in the early Indiana Jones movies, Robert Zemeckis in Back to the Future, Peter Jackson in The Lord of the Rings, and even though George Lucas didn't direct all three of the original Star Wars movies, he was clearly the man in charge. Star Wars Force Awakens is one of my all-time favorite Star Wars movies. The reason that that franchise and the newest trilogy didn't end well is because they changed directors. Ryan Johnson is a brilliant filmmaker. I love Knives Out. Do you know why Knives Out is going to work out? Because Knives Out has 
one director, one guy with a vision. It's why the Godfather trilogy is so good, because it has one guy who is so good at his job, who knows where the story is going. I think to be a successful franchise, you need one director who is going to direct every single movie of that franchise. And the John Wick movies have that with Chad Stahelski. And to me, I'm not talking about the quality of the movies dropping and rising. I'm talking about that consistency when Chad Stahelski directs a John Wick movie. You know what you're getting. He is the guy. He has delivered. You know what you are going to get. Yes, maybe it becomes too stagnant, but that has not been the case up until this point. This is not a franchise that needs a new voice. And I think that those franchises that have switched directors haven't worked out. Jurassic Park, I know Steven Spielberg only directed the first two movies, but I believe that that franchise's quality would have been consistent if he had directed that third Jurassic Park movie. The minute that franchise changed directors, it became an utter mess. And this isn't something new. We saw it happen with the early Batman movies. The minute that Tim Burton was no longer involved in Batman, it became a bit of a joke. Joel Schumacher is a good director, but those were Tim Burton movies. Those movies needed Tim Burton, and the John Wick movies need Chad Stahelski. John Wick Chapter 4 has all of the elements I want in an action movie. It's non-stop paces exhilarating with some amazing set pieces. This is going to go down as one of the best looking action movies of all time. It's right up there with George Miller's Mad Max Fury Road. And I think another thing this movie and the franchise has in common with Fury Road is the movie's plot itself is simple. This guy wants to change his life and forget about his past. But as we see, that's a difficult thing to achieve. Way too many action movies have a convoluted and complicated storyline. Whereas with John Wick, you are invested to see if someone can get over his past life. Us as humans are obsessed with this idea in question. Can people change? The action in Wick movies are complicated, while the plot is simplistic, and that's the brilliance of this franchise. We are at a point in blockbusters and superhero movies where we are kind of sick of the boring, simplistic hero character. John Wick is a complicated character, and I think that's why these movies really work. I think that's why The Batman was so successful, because Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne was different than the others. That was really a character study of what's going on with this guy, and this entire John Wick franchise is about what is going on with John Wick. He wants to no longer be a hitman. He wants to give up this life as an assassin. He wants nothing to do with these people, but he can't can't get over his own past. He's not trying to save the world, he's just trying to live a normal life. It's crazy to see how popular this franchise has become. The first John Wick made $86 million at the box office, making it a modest hit. John Wick Chapter 4 made $428 million. It's not every day you see a franchise built from nothing to mainstream. And success nowadays makes you wonder if at some point this character in this franchise 
franchise will someday become overexposed. There's already talks about sequels and spinoffs, and I think it's impossible to maintain that quality with so many projects going on at once. It's what's happening with both the Marvel movies and Star Wars. Now, every once in a while, you get a really great Marvel movie and you get a really great Star Wars project, but you don't get that consistency that we're used to. We don't get every great Star Wars project. We don't get every great Marvel project because there's too many of them for them all to focus on. With John Wick, I'm afraid of that happening to this franchise because it's been so consistent. I don't know if the ballerina movie is going to work out. I love Ana de Armas. She's an Oscar-nominated actress, but can she carry a franchise, an action franchise, the same way Keanu Reeves can? And I think I, like a lot of people, are wondering, how is this franchise going to end? Because I do believe it's all about the endings. And Keanu Reeves has had a bad ending to his franchise before. The last three Matrix movies are polarizing. Nobody loved the fourth movie. Nobody really remembers the third movie. The first movie was great. That was a great franchise. That was a great beginning to a franchise. But John Wick has something that the Matrix movies don't have. More than one great movie. Now all they have to do is nail the ending. And I believe they will if they keep Keanu Reeves and Chad Stahelski as the faces of this franchise. But at some point, if the quality drops and Chad Stahelski no longer wants to direct a John Wick movie, but Keanu Reeves wants to do it with a different director... That's when I believe the quality drop will begin, and I do believe that this franchise needs to end soon. There's only so much you can do with one character in action movies. I don't want to see five more John Wick movies. I don't want to see an endless amount of TV shows. I know that this is the way that this is going, because this is a franchise that is making a lot of people a lot of money, but I think what this franchise has going for it is its consistency, and once that goes away, no one will care, no one will watch. This isn't going to get audiences going like Star Wars. Now, Star Wars can have a bad TV show and everyone's going to watch it because it's Star Wars. I don't think John Wick has that type of popularity. People are seeing these movies because they are expecting brilliance from them, and they've been given that four movies in a row. Once there's a bad one, I think people will turn and no longer be interested in John Wick as a franchise. And the last thing you want to see is a bad ending to a beloved character. The Jason Bourne movies did not end well. The last one that starred Matt Damon was not very good. But the first three movies were brilliant. You don't want to see the same fate for John Wick. You want this character to get that perfect ending because he deserves a perfect ending. I also think it's different for John Wick than other characters because he's not an avatar for a hero character. He's not James Bond. Like, this isn't a character that's going to last forever. At some point, this story needs an ending because this character is Keanu Reeves. It's about the arc of the character. This isn't Batman where you want to see a bunch of actors play John Wick. This isn't Superman. This is the one story that needs to be told. You have a perfect middle. You have a perfect beginning. Now you need that perfect ending. And maybe John Wick Chapter 4 is that perfect ending. But I'm already hearing 
talk that the studio is working on John Wick 5. And I don't know how many more John Wick movies I want because I want this character to get that perfect ending. And as long as they keep going, they could ruin it. I mean, is this really going to go five, six, seven, maybe even eight movies? That's too much John Wick. And some of you may be listening to this and going, there's no way this could happen to the John Wick movies. They've been perfect. And I agree with you. This has been the perfect franchise, but this happens out of nowhere. I would have never imagined Star Wars Force Awakening leading to Rise of Skywalker, one of the worst Star Wars movies. Or how about X-Men Days of Future Past leading to The Dark Phoenix, the absolute worst X-Men movie. These franchises go bad out of nowhere when they try to keep going when they should end. And my fear is that John Wick will keep going even when the party's over. And that's the worst thing that can happen to a franchise is that they overstay their welcome. I don't want to see that happen to John Wick. Oscar chances. For the life of me, I don't understand why a movie like this can't be up for a Best Picture nomination. It's the perfect sweet spot of entertainment and craftsmanship, yet this movie will never come close to getting nominated. It should also get a Best Cinematography nomination. I mean, I think that there's a strong chance that we do not see a better looking movie in 2023 than John Wick Chapter 4. There are so many great scenes in this movie. There's this great scene with stairs that's incredible. This is also one of those movies that makes you wonder why the Academy does not properly recognize stunts. I mean, the stunts in all four of these movies are insane and brilliantly choreographed. I mean, I feel the same way about the Mission Impossible movies. It's all about the stunt work. These stunts need to be recognized as some of the best stunts of all time. The action is really what John Wick Chapter 4 has going for it, along with the emotional arc. I think those two things go hand in hand. Not only is the action better than any other action franchise, so is the storytelling. And I think both of those things should be recognized by the Academy, even though both things will be ignored. I'm also just at a loss of where we are when it comes to the Academy when it comes to mainstream movies. It feels like the only mainstream movies that can get nominated are animated films or Marvel movies that they say aren't going to get nominated because Black Panther got a Best Picture nomination. As much as I love Black Panther, John Wick Chapter 4 is a better well-made film than that Marvel film. I don't understand. We say that they're not going to nominate big stream movies, but then they nominate performances from Black Panther films, which I love, by the way. But we can let in other mainstream movies. I think Top Gun Maverick deserved that Best Picture nomination, and so does John Wick Chapter 4. Like, this is that type of mainstream movie that is also better made than 99.9% .9 of movies out there. Mad Max Fury Road got a Best Picture nomination, and I believe this movie, John Wick Chapter 4, deserves a Best Picture nomination at next year's Academy Awards. This is not just an action movie. It's one of the all-time action movies 
The cinematography is otherworldly. Keanu Reeves is at the top of his game. The action sequences are all timers. I mean, this movie is not missing anything. It has a great beginning, middle, and end. This is what mainstream movies should strive for in 2023. Overall, this probably isn't going to be the last John Wick movie. Like I said, they're already talking about a fifth one. Although I do believe this would have been the perfect ending to this character. I remain hopeful that if Keanu Reeves and Chad Stahelski remain at the helm of this franchise, that it can retain that consistency that's made it the best action movie franchise going. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I highly recommend you check out John Wick Chapter 4. Next week on the podcast, I'm talking about the movie Reality starring Sidney Sweeney. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.